right, let's see if we can figure out the staging for this moment. I don't want to be too high, but I can't be too low either, or else nobody else can see me. All right, can everybody, how's this? If I'm right here, yeah, I think that's a good compromise. Can everybody see? Mrs. Stevenson is going to draw what we're going to talk about. So good to have you kids in the whole service with us today. Thank you for all your hard work. I know all of, many of you have contributed in different ways, so thank you so much for that. I want to start with a question. How many of you like to follow rules? Really? Well, at least half of you are being honest. Okay, we got some rule followers. That's a different problem, right, little Pharisees? How many rules do you think there are at home and at school? Do you have a lot of rules? Is it hard to remember all, like this, Chase is saying many, many, many rules, especially at home. There's a lot of rules depending where you are, right? There's different rules for if you're at home than if you, if you go to school, there's different rules. Or if you're at somebody else's house, there's different rules. Then you come to church, there's different rules. It can be hard to remember all these different rules. Now, what if I told you that God has given us one rule, and if we follow that one rule, then we will do everything that he wants us to do, everything that he said in the Bible. That's what we're going to look at today, one rule. So if you can learn this one rule and apply it in all the different areas of your life, you'll be doing everything that God wants you to do. Let's just pray to God, and then we're going to talk about the scripture passage uh, that Mr. Stevenson read for us. Let's pray. God, I thank you for our children. I thank you that, uh, that you have given them to us, that you've entrusted their lives to us, and we pray that you would help us, uh, for all of us are in desperate need of your grace, and at the same time, you've called us to raise up children to know you and to love you. So Lord, in our weaknesses, in our uh, temptations, and even in our sin, I pray that they would see in us a people devoted to the gospel a mom and a dad who know that they need Jesus uh, every single day. Today, as we take a look at the greatest commandment, I pray that you'd help us to understand uh, how we can put this commandment to work in our own lives, knowing that that will not save us, but we still need Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. How many rules do you think are in the Bible? How many? One rule, yeah, that's where we're going to end up. You were listening, that's good. But if we're going to have all of the rules, how many rules? Selah, you had your hand up. How many? A lot. Just say a number. Yeah, Bethany? One? No, more than one. Seth? Zero. Okay, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah? Ten? Now, that's an interesting uh, answer because of the Ten Commandments, maybe. But do you know how many there are? Okay, a couple more. There's some eager guessers. Yes. Fourteen. Yeah, um, a few more than 14, but really good guess. Okay, last guess. One hundred. Chase is getting closest. There's 613 laws. Uh, God has given his people 613 different laws. Now, that's hard to keep track of. It's hard for us to understand, okay, God, if we were to follow all of these rules, uh, then we would be doing good things. But we don't even know all 613 rules. 
So today we're going to talk about the most important one. So a couple of you said there was one rule, and it's true. Jesus said that if we followed just this one rule, and there's another that's like it, but if we followed just this one rule, we'd be keeping really all 613. This is what it is. It's in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. If we could just do that one thing, then we would be doing everything that God wants us to do. So what does it mean? What does it mean to love God with your heart? Your heart is your, your inner person, your, your, where you feel things and where you think things. I know it's kind of hard for us. We think about our brain as where we think. But in the Bible, your heart is, is the center of who you are on the inside. The second part is your soul. When we think of soul, what do we think of? We think of our spirit, right? That non, non-body part of who we are. But that's not exactly uh, what Moses means here. When he says soul, he means with your whole person. So you're supposed to love God with your heart, with your inner being. You're supposed to love God with your soul. That's your whole person. And then the third thing, God says, love the Lord your God with all your might, Or all your power. And that means all of the things that you can control outside of yourself. And you're supposed to uh, use everything that you have in order to love God. So what kinds of things might, might we talk about on the inside? Your feelings, right? How you love one another. Your thoughts, if you think good thoughts or, or not good thoughts. What about your, your soul with your whole being? How do you love God with your whole being? Well, it's the way you use your body. What you do, do you hit your brother, your sister, your friends, or are you kind? And then what about with all of your might? How can you love God with all your might? Well, what you have that's not a part of your inner being or your your whole self, but your toys. Do you share your toys? Or your allowance money? Maybe some of you have chores at home and you you make an allowance. How do you use that money? Do you use that money in a way that shows that you love God? Uh, what about your pets? How do, if you have a pet, how many of you have a pet? A cat or a dog or a fish or a turtle? Yeah, most of you. So how do you treat your pets? That's loving God with all your might. If you can love your pets and treat them well. Jesus says that the most important commandment is that we love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our being, and with all our might. Now, do you think that anyone has ever been able to keep this one rule? No? You're right. No one can do this except for who? Yes? Jesus, right. Jesus is the only person who has ever loved God with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might. The rest of us, we don't do that. We don't love God always in our heart. We don't always love God with our whole being. We don't always love God with the things that we have control over. And that reminds us that no matter how hard we try to do what God wants us to do, we all need Jesus to come and save us. So Jesus lives a perfect life. And even though he never did anything bad and he kept all of God's rules, he died on the cross because we have broken God's rules. So if we put our faith in Jesus, even though we may not keep all of God's rules, God loves us and he calls us his children. Even still, 
once we believe in Jesus and he has saved us, because we can't keep all of the rules, we want then to live for God. We want to live for Jesus. And the way we do this is we try to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our might. Now there's one last thing that I want to teach you from today's passage. How are you going to learn what it looks like to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might? How are you going to learn that? Well, the Bible here says the most important place where children can learn to know how to love God is from their parents. So let me just read this to you. It says, These words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And now God talks to the parents. You shall teach them. That's your children. That's you. So your, parent, your mom and dad should teach you. Diligent, teach these rules diligently to your children. Talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as signs on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So your mom and dad are always supposed to be teaching you how to love God by the way they live your life. So when your mom and dad are trying to teach you, what should you do? Yes? Yeah, we should listen. When our parents try to teach us, what should we do? We should try and listen. What else should we do? Selah? Right, we should obey. When our parents tell us to do something, we should obey. So we should listen. What else could we do with our, we, with our eyes? We could watch them, right? Watch them and we listen. So we watch their example and we want to we want to obey them when they tell us what to do. And, and there's one last thing. We can imitate them. When we see our mom and dad acting a, in a way that is loving God with their heart, soul, and body and all their might, then we should imitate them. Do what they do. So that's today's lesson. There's a lot of rules in the Bible, but if we just remember that if we just keep one rule... We'll be doing everything that God wants us to do. And even though we don't do it perfectly, Jesus has come to save us from our sin. And once we believe in him, we try to keep this rule, not because we have to, but because we want to. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you so much for our children. I pray that you would save them by the cross of Jesus Christ. I ask you to uh, help us parents because we often don't, demonstrate or show our children what it means to love God with all our heart, soul, and might. Help us, Lord, to do this so that our children, when they watch us and when they listen to us, they might be able to imitate us and obey us, and in so doing, show that they love God too. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.